My name is Lieutenant Nodu Okemdi of David's Army, the teen's expression of David's Christian Center. Thank you all for being in attendance today. Before I get into the message of the day, I would first of all like each and every one of us to give, give thanks to Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Mildred for allowing us. For allowing us. And when I say us, I mean the Teens Church and the present generation, the profound and honored opportunity of leading service today in the celebration of Children's Day. Thank you, Ma. Thank you, sir. So the topic of today is in the Lord's Army. So what does it mean to be in the Lord's Army? To be in the Lord's Army simply means to be a soldier for Christ, a soldier in the kingdom of God. And as soldiers in the kingdom of God, we have a common enemy, and that's the devil. The devil is constantly at war with us because the moment each and every one of us as Christians give our lives to Christ and say our salvation prayer, we become targets of the devil. And it is written in 1 Timothy 6 verse 12. DJ, please, could you help me put up 1 Timothy 6 verse 12? It says, Apostle Paul talks to us saying, fight the good fight of faith. Why would he be telling us to fight the good fight of faith if he didn't know that this fight would not be an ordinary fight, but a war against the devil? And it also says, take hold the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. If most of you are still wondering, when did you join this mysterious army? When you said your salvation prayer and you accepted God as your Lord and personal Savior, you were recruited and initiated into the lost army. And you also became a target for the devil. And as targets of the devil, he does not want us as Christians to achieve our mission. And what is our mission as Christians? Our mission as Christians is the Great Commission. And what is the Great Commission? The Great Commission is the instruction given to us by God to go into the world and preach the gospel to every man so him or her may have their own salvation and come to a knowledge of Christ. So, the devil does not let us rest. He's constantly battling us and trying to bring us to his side. And we should be strong and mighty in the Lord. The devil, him, unfortunately, is not joking with us. He comes to us in every form and every type. He come, but he doesn't come to us physically. We all know that. The devil comes to us spiritually. And the only way to fight the devil is with the spirit. You have to fight the spirit with the spirit. Are we getting a message? So, the only way we can fight the devil is while I put on the form of God. And it says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. DJ, please, could you help me put up first 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4? The KJV version, I think. Yeah, KJV. So, it says here, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So it says here the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It means that we cannot fight the devil physically with ammunition, guns, like they do in normal wars. We have to use the Holy the Spirit, like our spiritual power. God, he guides us in this battle. And it also says that, but mighty through God, they put down our strongholds. I am here today to tell you that if you are not put on the full armor of God, the weapons of your warfare will not be in the least mighty and will not pull down any stronghold. So this protective clothing, the full armor of God, will be my main message of the day. So we will be running through the full armor of God. DJ, I'll need your help with this. This full armor of God 
is what God has given to us to withstand the devil's tricks, gimmicks, and schemes. And this is also like a send-off that God gives us so that he can always guide us and be with us through this war. So we will see in Ephesians 6, chapters 10 to 17, as we were seeing before. Um, it says, chapter 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord. It is not by our power, but by the Lord's power. We cannot fight this war on our own. Each war has two parties, and those parties each have generals and commanders. God is our commander in this war. And when we have commanders, they don't have command commanders so that they can lead them to lose the war or to die. He leads us to victory. We are always victorious when God is with us. So it says in um, verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. The devil's schemes are the things that he used to tempt us day by day, by day, day in, day out. Like um, trials, tribulations, troubles in work, maybe rejection or whatever. That's what the devil uses to twelve to his side. So it says there in 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. As I said before, it is not a fight that we can fight physically with guns or whatever. We have to trust in God and put on the full armor of God. And it says against, uh, sorry, it says in 13, therefore put on the form of God so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after have done anything to stand. So, these evil days, as Christians, each and every one of us will have those evil days and most of us are probably already in those evil days. So we should be able and we should find our way to Christ or we should already be in that sense at the moment. So those evil days are what God, or the times God normally stands with us. And even though it may not be an evil day or it may be the days where you're happy or your things are going well, we should still trust in God and have him by our side so he can guide us through our day-to-day activities. So it says in 14, this is, the, this is where the first element of the form of God is. So it says, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The belt of truth. So we all know what a belt is used for. It's used to put our clothing together. It's used to make it firm. So in the interpretation of the belt of truth is basically what God's truth is for you. God has given each and every one of us a peculiar instruction. It may sound strange to you, but it is God's work to you. It is your truth. It may not be working for someone else, but that truth is your truth. It may have not been that particular job that you wanted or not this particular visa that you wanted that they denied you, but it's what God's truth is to you. He will get that particular truth. You will get what you want if you have faith in God and you trust him that he will always be there for you. So the next piece, still in 14, I think it's 14, 14, 14, it's 14. With the breastplate of righteousness in place, the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate is basically the most important piece of the armor. He protects our upper body area, which has all our vital, our vital human organs, the heart, the stomach, the intestine, but let me not get into that. So um, the breastplate, it basically protects us from any fatal injury. And when we sin as Christians, we leave holes in that breastplate. And having, leaving, having left those holes in our breastplate, we have 
we have left leeways or gateways for the devil to attack us. And the only way we can plug up those holes is when we try to emulate Christ. We, as Christians, cannot completely be like Christ, but we can try our best to emulate Christ and avoid sin to the minimum. Even if it's just stealing or lying, those are still sins. And when you sin and sin and sin and plug holes, holes on holes on holes, your, your breastplate is no longer a breastplate. My Yoruba people in the house, you know what I say is? It becomes a sieve. It doesn't hold anything. It doesn't protect anything. It becomes worthless and useless. So moving on, verse 15. It said, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. From the gospel of peace. As Christians, when we said our salvation prayer, we started our mission as Christians. That's the Great Commission. And our Great Commission is to go into the world and preach the gospel of Christ. So being ready, being, um, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace, when you're fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace, we should be able to preach the Lord to every person that we see, even if him or her is going through a vital or very hard time, we should be able to preach the gospel. I know that last month was our evangelism month. So some of us maybe probably went to what we were going to, to preach that, oh, they told me to tell you this. Oh, I don't believe this, but then this is what we are meant to do. But then that is not how we should be preaching. No matter how small that scripture is, no matter how insignificant you may think it is, if you preach that gospel or you tell someone that, gospel, that scripture, you may be able to give them that, you can give them that little push. Because we as Christians, when we evangelize, we don't convert anyone. It's God that converts that person. All we do is just give them that little push that they need. So 16. It says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The flaming arrows of the evil one, in this case, are the devil's attacks. So this shield protects us from those attacks. And the interpretation of this is that, okay, let me just give you a quick scenario. A normal, simple, why me scenario. So, it's such a day off. There's no light in your house. You can't iron your clothes. You get to work. You're looking ruffled. Your boss yells at you. Da, 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 da. Your day is horrible. The worst day of your life. And you're like, why me? <laughs> why me? It's even happened to somebody else before you realize that it is not by your power. God knows that this is happening to you. You should have faith that things will always get better for you, no matter how bad they may seem. No matter what adversities or tribulations you are facing, God is always standing there beside you. He's always going to be holding your hand. He's not going to leave you alone. He's your, he's your father and you are his son or daughter. We should always believe that God will never leave our side. So he said in 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, with which is the word of God. So the helmet of salvation is the helmet that we use to protect our heads. So when we put on that helmet, we should wear the consciousness that we were saved by Christ when we said our salvation prayer. Unless any of us as Christians denounce that, we cannot change the fact that God is our Father. And I'm very sure after this message today, none of us will be willing to denounce God. So, the next verse, 18, says, And pray in the Spirit, on all occasions, with, with all kinds of prayers and re 
requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. In this verse, it's basically talking about the sword of the Spirit. So it's one thing to have a sword and it's one thing to now to use that sword. And in this case, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, the Holy Bible. So let me reiterate what I just said. It is one thing to have the Word of God and it's one thing to now to use the Word of God. Are we getting the message today? So let's have Jesus as our template. So let's use an example. We all know the popular story of how he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then the devil attempted to tempt Jesus, which he failed, obviously. So the devil came to Jesus, telling him to turn this stone to bread. And it is written, Jesus replied, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, or by the word of and I'm also here to tell you that that word of God is what we use to combat and counter the devil whenever he attacks us. In the world, we don't just have one army destroying and killing everybody on the other army. We have to counter, we have to attack back so we can willingly win that war. And to conclude, I'm here to tell you today that this full armor of God, not half, not quarter, not three quarter, not even palliative armor, the full armor of God. The full armor is what we need to repel the devil. And if you see any Christian or any other believer who is not putting on the form of God or has his breastplate pilfered or his sword broken, you should be able to repair and re-equip that person so he may be able to also repel the devil. Thank you. I hope you were blessed. Have a great day. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.